Owners of a direct care practice are more likely to experience higher job satisfaction than the insurance-based practice, and it's no wonder why. Direct care is independent of insurance. Patients pay the doctor directly for their expertise. The doctor gets full autonomy in how they care for patients and how they get paid. We've chosen this path for the love of medicine. This is the direct care way. By listening to this podcast, you may even start to believe that you too can have a successful direct care practice. Come listen with an open mind as I share my personal journey on how I pivoted from an insurance-based practice to direct care right in the middle of the pandemic and the valuable lessons along the way. This podcast may be the very thing you need to revitalize your medical practice. I'm your host, owner of a direct care podiatry practice, Dr. T. Nguyen. This is part two of the gift that you give yourself and your patient as a direct care specialist. I've talked about, I've given you nine reasons, nine gifts, I should say, of being a direct care doctor. And this is a continuation of that. Let's keep going. It's the season to give, and I'm gonna give you some more reasons, some more things that you provide for yourself and for your patients. We're on number 10. As a direct care doctor, the gift that you give is enhanced communication. The communication you have with your patients is direct. It's easy to access you. And don't get this wrong. Don't think that this means you have to be on call 24-7. You don't. You set your times. You educate your patients when you'll respond during normal work hours. You educate your patients on what to do if it's after work hours. You don't necessarily need to have somebody on call 24-7 as a private practice owner if you're not doing things that have the likelihood of urgency after hours. Where that might be a thing is if you deal with a trauma, you've done a procedure, you had a patient who needs a little bit more attention, then you probably need to have something in place to handle those those after hour calls. And there's a lot of services that can set that up for you where they'll screen the call and then they can text you or message you the level of urgency and then you decide what to do with that but for the most part a lot of us in direct care as specialists we don't we don't function as an urgent care center and we make that boundary very very clear from the beginning but the benefit for patients is that if they need to ask you a quick question you can choose to give them your cell phone number or for me i have a voice a voip voip a voice over ip which is connected to my phone so I can check it on my time. It does, I turn off the alert so I'm, it's not ringing around the clock or anything, but you know, I'll check it during work hours and if it needs to be responded to, then I do. And this, rarely do I have anything come after hours that, that needed my attention. So I like this method because patients can text, they can email, they can leave a voice message, they know I have a life, they know I have a kid. They know I sleep. It's a very respectful relationship. They know how to access me. They appreciate that access and then I'm there for them. Number 11, patient empowerment. So a lot of what we do as direct care doctors is educating not only prevention, but educating them on the insurance model and how to access medical care outside of that. We help them participate in decision-making in their healthcare. So we give them control in what they want to do. We can give them recommendations and let them know what their options are. When you're in a closed medical system, you might be restricted to those referrals, right? I get this all the time. Patients or colleagues come to me and they say they can't refer out because it's 
it's shunned upon, but they end up giving out my number anyway. And patients say the same thing. They recognize that what they have is limited, and so they had to go on Google or ask around for alternative options. So as a drug care doctor, we can give them the gift of education, the gift of knowing. And that's what I'm all about, just letting people know what's available, and then they can just decide what to do with that information. So as a direct care doctor, you give yourself and your patients the gift of empowerment so they can choose what to do with their money and their health. Number 12, the gift of... Number 12 is giving the gift of holistic and integrative approaches. You're going to see a lot of us dive into functional medicine. It's whole person care. You're going to see a lot of us do things we've always wanted but wasn't, you know, we weren't quite sure how it fit into our medical model. Things like acupuncture, massage therapy, there's like a variety of things that we could do, not just as a specialist of our own kind, but partners in the care that we give and that we're already referring patients for. So like podiatry, I'm constantly referring patients to nail salons and I have to make sure when I refer, they're reputable. So that is just a partner in their healthcare because there are things that they can do that I don't need to do as a physician and vice versa. There are things that they can't do that I can help with. So we can offer them holistic care. And to me, that I think that's my favorite part in being a direct care practice owner because I see those resources. I'm open to those partnerships and patients really appreciate the expert recommendations and are more likely to follow through with their care. We're not just treating the symptoms, we do get the chance to, to look deeper and explore that and help them prevent it. Number 13, very similar to efficiencies, but reduce wait times. Patients don't have to wait months to see their specialist. There's specialties that wait six, eight months. That's normal for their specialties. For podiatry, actually, I think a lot of my Colleagues in town are able to see patients within the same day or the same week. And then while there are others in the employment situation in bigger entities, like an average wait of three to four months is not unusual, but it is unusual to make people wait that long on a broken ankle that may or may not need to go to the ER. You know, there's just stuff that patients don't know what to do. And I think if they had access to their doctors quickly or just access to their medical professional they can get screened to either go to the er or not go to the er you know you can save them so much time so the gift of direct care doctors is that we can save people time by giving them quick answers and quick access it's just much easier to see direct care doctors until they get booked out of course so there is a direct primary care uh, group out here two wonderful doctors who are fully booked out and so when I refer patients to them to get primary medical care they often come back to me saying that they have to be on a wait list it's catching on if they're having a wait list there is a huge need for more doctors like that and then myself as a specialist you know I'm moving in that direction I hope to get to that level and that's just going to take some time in my practice but anyway I digress number 13 was reduce wait times for the patient number 14 I've got a couple more gifts for you here. 14, I, I love, and that allows us to bring in more innovation into our practice. When I was employed, there was a bunch of stuff I wanted to bring into the practice, a lot of the technologies, and 
they were just not open to it. And it kind of sucked because I knew there were better things out there to help patients get better faster. But, you know, when you're employed or you're in a system, you're just, you're just restricted to what they want you to do. And that kind of disempowers us a little bit. You know, as a physician, we want to do the best we can for patients. And sometimes we get shut down. And that kind of sucks. So when we are on our own as a business owner in direct care, we have the freedom to adopt innovation, to adopt things like telemedicine. It's easy to do quickly. We didn't have to wait on billing codes to change or solidify. It didn't jump from price to price. I remember when I was starting telemedicine, the reimbursement rate was like $11 for a virtual visit, which doesn't make sense because my medical education remained the same, the cost of it anyways. Moving on, there is new technology that has things like remote monitoring. So we're talking about different types of technology. There's laser therapy, you know, therapeutic options, PRP injections, and then there's like remote monitoring for diabetes, for example. There are things that are constantly out there that can help patients stay healthy and we can adopt those technologies. Some of these technologies are connected to our phones. So one technology in my industry are these sensory insoles that can read pressure points for people with diabetes. And so if you can read those pressure points, we can better predict when they need to come in. We can change those appointment times because they have access to us faster And those pressure points can help us predict if there's going to be an impending change in their foot, like an open ulcer, or something, you know, bad might happen to their feet. And then we can deal with that right away. Those are the fun things that I see happening in direct care that we can adopt quickly and be literally at the cutting edge. Sometimes when corporations say they're at the cutting edge, I question that because the things that I see, I'm like, that was like 30-year-old technology, but whatever. People seem to say what they want to say without backup these days, right? Last thing, I've got one more, although there are many, but this last one, the gift that direct care doctors give to ourselves and to our patients is number 15, satisfaction and trust. And this brings a smile to my face because the relationship between the physician and patient, it's so sacred. It's the reason we went into medicine. And when we can improve that bond, we can improve their compliance to our recommendations We can improve the satisfaction for them in getting medical care and for us in staying in medicine, in clinical practice, in our own personal enjoyment in medicine. We have deep job satisfaction when we are able to do what we need to do for patients, doing it in a way we want to, in a way that it aligns with our values and at the pace that we choose it. I've seen a lot of these images where it just seems like we're running, running, running in the insurance model and reimbursement rates are going down. We're having to spend more to stay open. We're having to hire more staff to support us, which cuts into the revenue, into the profits. We all get stressed out. We're all burnt out. It kind of sucks to be there. And when the physician is burnt out, they're not totally focused on the patient and the bond isn't there. And thus the trust isn't there either. And when patients can't trust their doctors, It's a huge disservice for the field of medicine, and I see it heading in that direction. There's a lot of leeriness or suspicion for doctors, against doctors, for a variety of reasons, but when you're a direct care doctor, the access to you is short. It's not done through paperwork. It's not done through insurance contract. It's from people to people. 
from person to person. And I think that is the most beautiful part about direct care, is that doctors like myself find a deep satisfaction in the work we do. We find meaning. And the fact that patients trust us in a, in a time where there is a lot of distrust in the system, it's restored my peace with medicine. So there you have it. 15 gifts we give when we become direct care doctors, the gifts we give to ourselves, the gift we give to our patients, and don't forget, the gift we give to our families who are waiting for us, who have been so patient with us as we struggle with our careers in medicine, as we used to bring stress home, as we used to withdraw so that we can complete our chart notes, so that we can get the correct billing, so that we can close our accounts and report to our CPAs or accountants, so that we can have a job that gives us a life. That's waiting for a lot of us. If you're a doctor and you find yourself questioning if the insurance model is ever going to change, reflect back on what it used to look like five, ten years ago. Has it changed? And did it change for the better or for the worse? And I think we can all say in agreement that it's going in the wrong direction. And when the structure, the infrastructure of medicine heads in that direction, it deeply affects us as physicians. It affects the health of our patients, and it trickles down to the people around us, like our family members and friends, people who want us, our attention. But if we're so consumed with our work, if we're so consumed with the insurance regulations, how could we possibly be present for ourselves, for our patient, and our loved ones? And the answer to that, as you may know now, is that it's very challenging. When you are working in a system that does not support the physician and it hurts the patient, it's time to do something different. So what is that different, you might be wondering. If you're stuck in a position, you can reach out and schedule a consultation call with me. Start making the moves towards direct care. So if you are in the insurance model, whether you own your business, you're an employee of a system, you know it's not going really well, Start planning that exit plan. Go back to the episode about the exit plan where I talk about the plan, what that plan looks like. And the plan looks like you getting your finances together, you creating a business plan, and then you actually going out there, doing the work, learning from those lessons, and then you keep pushing forward and certainly connect with people who are already doing what you want to do and learn from them. That is the shortest route into direct care. If you want more, Check out the link below to join my coaching program where I talk about everything in depth twice a month. I'll support you with wherever you are, whether you want to be a hybrid or you're just looking to make a little bit more cash flow or you want to go all the way into owning your direct care practice like I did. Join the program. You're welcome here. When you give yourself the gift of direct care, you're giving everybody around you the gift of direct care too. So here's to a better new world. Here's to a whole new 2024. I hope to see you on the other side real soon. That's all I've got for this week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. I'll catch you next time. Take care. Thank you so much for being here with me. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please like, share, and subscribe so more people like you can have access to another way of practicing medicine, the direct care way. Let's connect. Find my info in the show notes and send me your questions. It might be the topic for future episodes. And lastly, if you remember nothing else, remember this, be the energy you want to attract. See you next time.